Hello and welcome back to Tradie Business School, the podcast where we have real conversations and uh, share insights and tips on how you can run your trades or contracting business more enjoyably, simply and profitably. I am joined by uh, Carl Leggett from LKDI Gardening and I'm going to introduce him in just a moment. We can have a great chat about the unexpected impacts that your vision and mission can have on your business and on your life. How are you today, Carl? Doing well, thank you, Miranda. Thanks for having me. You are welcome. Thank you so much. I was so thrilled the other day we were connecting. So, in full disclosure, Carl is a client of ours in one of our one of our programs, and we were having a a, a coaching session the other day, and he was sharing some of the shifts and changes that have been going on for him in his business. Now, one of the things he said really excited me. I said, "Please, will you come and have a conversation with our listeners about this?" And it's a carry on to the vision and mission, and there's a bit of an impact on the values in there as well. It's really some of the unexpected impacts that it has had on your business and and rippled on through your life. Before we kick off though, Carl, just share with everybody, share with the listeners wherever they are. It might be morning and it might be night, so wherever you're tuning in from, welcome. Uh, What is your business? What is it that you do? Okay, Miranda, my business is LKDI Gardening. We do uh, garden design, installation and like regular maintenance. We operate in Mount Gambia, South Australia. Ah, South Australia, there we go. Is it cold down there at the moment? Freezing. Freezing, freezing. (laughs) I think it's freezing everywhere right now in Australia. If you are somewhere else in the world and it's sunny, then we're envious of you because it's it's freezing, it's freezing. So how long have you been running your business for? Going for five years now, Um, about one with the game changers. Yeah, there we go. It's been, geez, that's gone fast. It's been an absolute joy to have you on the program. So talk to us in the beginning, this is a little bit about, uh, we'll have a chat about the vision and mission in particular and how it really did change your whole business. Let's start at the beginning though. What was life like for you or your business like before you had your vision and mission in place, I suppose, created in place and running in your business? Yeah, well, it was about one year ago, so I guess the weather was similar as miserable weather uh, battling to find the right weather just to get the work done and then felt like my wheels were spinning on the bookkeeping side of things, actual running the business side of things. Mm. I reckon I'd been through maybe three iterations like of the same cycle. So I get a small team together, train them up and we get the gardening work going on um, and then something would happen and it would sort of, the employees would leave or whatever or we would go back to not being heaps busy and it just seemed to be on repeat. So that's what it was like before I joined the Game Changers. Yeah, the Groundhog Day. And so I know uh, we had a bit of a chat before we pressed record on this episode and and we were having a chat, you were talking about how you had Barry's book, Path to Freedom. So if you're listening out there and you haven't got a copy of that book, jump on Amazon and get a copy. Uh, The Path to Freedom has got a the very opening chapters are around uh, creating your vision and defining your mission in your business. And I know that you put some work into that. So you had already sort of had it, um, you know, halfway or a good way there and drafted when you when you joined us. But um, we're not going to jump into a whole lot of detail about the how and all of those sorts of things. It's you all jumping. You got it done. 
Um, you've got it done in the business. And if you're tuning into this episode now and you haven't listened to any of the previous episodes where we've talked about how to go about doing it, I thoroughly encourage you to do that. Keep listening now, of course. Um, you'll get some great gold on why it's important and how it can actually have an impact in your business. But go back through the episodes. I don't have a proper episode number for you, but I do know Barry and I recorded a short mini series within the podcast episodes and the first ones of that were about how to do it. Uh, we've talked about it many times and how to do your vision and mission. So uh, go back and listen to those. But for now, what we're going to do is talk about the impacts that it had on on your business, Carl. And I know um, we talked about it earlier. There's two major shifts that happened that you noticed that kind of surprised you. They were a bit unexpected. Certainly wasn't something that you thought would happen when you went and did the work completing the, your vision and mission. But what was the first major shift that you noticed? The first major shift that I noticed, Miranda, um, I'll give you a bit of context. We were installing a garden mm -hmm. that we designed and it had been a long process of delays before we were getting there. And so I just had a moment of realisation while I was sort of step back in, stepping back and looking at what was going on and realised that we had made happen something that that tied right into these vision and mission that we created. So when I created them, I had no idea. I was just doing it because I was told to do so. I had that realisation that my team were creating something that was in line with this vision that we had created together and this thought that my team's not working for me anymore. They're working for LKDI Gardening. That was the first realisation. I love that. So, and I think in your words earlier, the crew was working for a business, not a dude anymore. So it wasn't yeah. um, as so many businesses start out with you. You learn your trade, you've got your technical craft, you acquire some customers, and all you're out there doing it. So, well, I've got a little bit more work than my two hands can handle. So I'm going to hire uh, some team members to help me out. Yet yeah, they're kind of working for you and taking. Yeah for you and so all of it is about them helping you and they happen to get paid for it and that shift is around they were now working for a business that had a vision and impact that it was wanting to make uh on on the business what what's your vision carl just in a, in a couple of words uh vision is to leave an environmentally positive impact um, on the city's landscape, Gambia's landscape, and we want to leave a smile that lasts on our community's face. Love that. And so I love it. I know when you were developing that and, and the smile part is definitely very much part of it, but it is, it's bigger than what you're doing. So you can see that when you're bringing people into your team, that that's what they're working for. And it's not that they're just doing the job for you. They're contributing to that. They're part of that. That's right. They're not just my offsiders anymore. Um, and we're not just doing work to get paid. Yeah. There's something, there's a layer on top of that. What, I guess, things did you notice? What did you see or hear or feel in your team that day as you stepped back and observed them that had you come to that realization? Wow, they're actually working for LKDI now. They're not working as my offsiders. What did, what did you see, hear or feel in them? Well, there's probably a bit of a, a feeling you get when someone's just your offsider that they're waiting for the day to finish up so they can go home and do what they love doing, which is not working. That day in particular, they were doing a job that they had planned themselves as well. So, you know, and it was a job that they were enjoying doing. They wouldn't have wanted to be 
they're not waiting for the day to finish up so they can go home. They were enjoying doing what they were doing. I love that. And so that was all around, you know, your mission would have been, we don't need to go into the details of your mission, but that's, you know, what your business does. So it'll involve a bit, it's a bit more detail of, of what your business does more specifically that will help ahead in the direction of that, that wonderful vision that you've got in place. So, and that they were involved and empowered and engaged and there was buy-in to that not just we're turning up to, you know, swing a shovel or something like that for you. Um, has it had an impact on, do you think, you know, your, your retention? You talked at the beginning around how you were sort of running through the cycle of people coming on and doing and they move, they leave and then you'd cycle through it again. What have you noticed there? They haven't, uh, they haven't left. So I've had these two employees for the whole time. Mm. I guess I haven't had to employ more employees because I feel like we're getting a lot. I think they're happy doing what they're doing and they're passionate about doing what they're doing. So we're efficient and I don't feel like they want to leave. I know through checking in with them monthly, something I learned to the game changes, but I believe that they're on board with like the vision and the mission. And because it's defined, like they know the, the business's vision and mission, um, so they know sort of what the future of the business might be or where it's headed and they're aligned with that goal, like I said. Mm, there's like a pathway to their future as well. They, they've got more clarity and things like that. And I, I, I love that that um, you're, you know, you're saying you, that you're checking in with them weekly. It gives you a point of conversation there like that and that you're feeling that they're on board. Now, having a vision and mission is not a, um, a guarantee that you will never lose a team member. It is not a guarantee of anything. However, it is the strongest way that you can set yourself up for minimising that and keeping people longer and it gives you that conversation point. So that's a great one. So there was another, we talked to two major shifts. What was the second major shift? Second major shift. So I realised that my employees don't um, just work for me anymore, I just work for dude, they work for business. And then so I realised that, okay, so I'm not just working for myself anymore either. I sort of had a mindset shift of thinking, okay, I'm just self-employed to thinking I'm able to, like I've created a business now that I'm happy to lead. And it also really helped me separate business life from personal life. Like I'm not my business anymore. LKDI Gardening is the business and I'm the leader of it. Um, but when I go home at night, I'm able to separate myself from the two. I love it. So you're working uh, for a business now yourself. Yeah. It's LKDI. You're working for the business now, not yourself. Huge shift a huge shift. So then, the, and I and I, love it. I see so many so many clients come from the identity. Their identity is so entwined with I am the business, mm-hmm. and it is a, a growth and in, in, in a game to look at going. I'm not going to create a business entity, and I am not that. I am the leader of that, the owner of that, the manager of that, whatever you want to call yourself, director of that. And I am uh, the man or woman that I am outside of that. I am a whole human being. That is part of me. It is not all of me. And it's such a really important part is to start identifying and separating out. And, and we, I could go down that rabbit hole. We're not going to today. There's okay. <laughs> you know me, go down that rabbit hole. But I love that. So working for the business, not yourself. And how, how, how did that sort of shift how you feel about turning up at work or even view your business? It really gave me a, a boost of energy. Um, as someone we were talking to before said, not enthusiasm, but a boost of energy to come to work. Like I feel like 
the vision and mission really helped me define my path so I can kind of see those extra steps ahead. So I'm really focused on what I'm working towards now rather than just working for the sake of it, like that hamster wheel we talked about. Yeah, and it's just a bit of a relief as well. Like, okay, I'm separated from this thing. Instead of I am the business, it's now we are the business, the team is the business, and I'm part of that team, which is awesome. It's such a stress reliever, you know, like a weight off the shoulders and then also the energy boost to, like, do more focused work. Mm, you can focus on doing what you know is going to help drive the business. You will play the part in your business, the role in your business that your best uh, place to do that you it's kind of like your magical powers in the business you can sort of utilize there and you know sprinkle your magical dust across everybody else in the business in terms of engaging them and leading them but they also too are um playing their role they're doing their thing in the business and overall collectively you're a team yeah yeah i love it i love it so it, it's quite surprising how these these other the the ways in which the vision and mission, you know, the vision being why you do what you do and your mission being what it is. So uh, this more specifics of what it is your business is going to do that will hit it in the direction of your overall vision. But, you know, we will often talk about the importance and how many different ways in which they impact. And this is just another way these these big shifts that um, yeah, are, are totally unexpected. And I'm sure that there will be more to come. To wind up the episode, is there anything that any advice that you would give yourself or parting comments that you just uh, maybe you wish you had heard early on or you know that the listeners might go, yeah, that, that's um, I, that, that's really useful? Well, some winding up thoughts is I've got to give a big shout out to Mount Gambier and thank you to all the people who help LKDI Gardening. So it's we got a team, but we've also got suppliers and clients. So thank you to all of those. And then like the advice that I would, I wish I heard earlier is around getting help, right? Like what, what great sport team has no coach or what great sports player has no coach. And also in there, the value of um, having a team. So there's a great sports team and they have a coach at the head of it or to point them in the right direction. Yeah, we saw so good we don't sort of make it in this world any of us as human beings alone we are wired for connectivity and yet so often as trades businesses can be very lonely um, from the aspect of you're at the helm and you're doing it yourself and there's a lot of guesswork and i know there's, there's there are many different you know ways in which to, to run businesses yet one of the biggest powers is connecting in with others consistently so that you can um you move it forward and and the power of having that team and you think about it yeah you can hire a coach as to mentor you and running the business as we do here within within our programs and trading business school and the other programs uh and also to also think of yourself as that coach for your team and running your business super super important and and think through the power of that so um, thank you so much for that advice. We'll wind up the episode. If you've liked this episode, share it. If you know somebody else that would 
take value from it, then share it. And I encourage you to go back through um, the podcast episodes and find the one on the to creating your vision and writing and defining your mission that Barry and I did a while ago. And that'll give you a little bit more context into what we're talking about more specifically now that you know really what uh, the impact and how important it is. Uh, on your business so with that we'll leave it now thank you so much for tuning in and until the next episode bye for now 